0: Hi, I'm Tony Zarafa, author and host of the new bi-weekly podcast, Flash Fiction in Five, based on the stories from my blog. I do hope you enjoy these stories as much as I have enjoyed writing them. So, get yourself comfortable, sit back and relax, and enjoy today's episode.
1: Late night dinner was delightful, an exquisite masterpiece prepared with the utmost care by the chef. The steak was cooked to perfection, a beautiful line of pink through the middle and delicately tender on the palate. The Table too was a work of art. the Floral arrangement at the centrepiece and the crisp white linen was a sight to behold. Our host clearly went to great lengths to make sure that everything was perfect. Elizabeth was slightly eccentric, as indicated by the ostentatious furnishings and questionable works of art adorning the walls. I had been invited at the very last minute, a gilded envelope arriving yesterday afternoon. I wondered if she remembered me. It had been many years since our last encounter, but she lingered long in my memory. Barks, Suite Number 3 In D major was the perfect accompaniment for the evening by the chamber orchestra, each note played to perfection. The company was the who's who of the social set, politicians and noted dignitaries were among the guests. Elizabeth watched intently as we enjoyed the splendors of her table. There was an awkwardness in her interactions, a disdain that she hid quite well, but every now and then. As I watched her, I could see it, a feigned smile and a flickering eye. She had risen rapidly from her humble beginnings, revelling in the notoriety. Surely she would not be so brazen as to make good on her fiendish plans. The crowning glory was the dessert. A delectable baked cheesecake, dusted delicately with icing sugar and a side of fresh berries. It was a picture of perfection, a gastronomic delight. I was far too full. Instead, I had a small glass of sherry, to be polite and avert suspicion. It was the exact dessert she had talked about, everything executed as planned. She cast her eyes in my direction and paused, staring at me intently and puzzled as to why I hadn't eaten. He made her way down the table. The sherry is sweet, a good vintage. Good sir, I feel that I have previously made your acquaintance. There is a familiarity about you that I am unable to confirm. Her intonation was precise. Years of elocution lessons had clearly been fruitful, hiding her harsh cockney origins. She waited for my response. Her ruby-red lips pursed against the glass, and the flames dancing on the candelabra. No, madam, I am from out of town and new to the city. We couldn't possibly have met. You must be mistaken. The room filled with chatter as I tried to stay in character. I was careful, maintaining eye contact as not to rouse suspicion. This was too close for comfort. I shuffle in my seat. My mistake. I hope you enjoy the meal. The dessert is to die-for. I breathe a sigh of relief as we part company. She works the crowd like an actress on stage. Her lines were well rehearsed. I leave dessert on the fine china plate, but watch intently as the guests partake of what would be the final meal. following morning I collected the paper, wrapped tightly in its plastic sheath. I took my tea in the conservatory, the view of the garden and the twitter of the birds in spring, perfect accompaniment to breakfast. But as I unfurled the paper and read the headline, I realised that her words were not just a flight of fancy. She had followed the script. The ending was final and tragic. Her performance, I must admit, was rather impressive to those naive enough to play a part in her little game. I knew from our previous encounter that she was a pathological liar. The night etched firmly in my memory. I had attended a rather large soiree hosted by a young and ambitious lady. There were rumours of foul play, but I was young. It was a night to remember drinking and dancing into the early hours of the morning. She was captivating. We danced as I watched her move with grace and ease. I must admit, the attraction was instant. Retreating up to her room as the guests petered away, our passion was intense. Warming each other's embrace as we lay in front of the open fire, she revealed to me her most insidious plans. We could be rich and be the top of the social set. These entitled prats need to get what's coming to them. Don't you find these people as distasteful as I do? I listened in disbelief as she laid her plans bare. Yes, but there are other ways. Not like this. I won't be a party to it. Stay with me. Don't go. You mustn't leave. I knew what I had to do. I wanted no part of it. Elizabeth slept peacefully as I left. I was careful not to wake her from her slumber. Making my way to the station, I boarded the first train out of the city. It was years before I would return, but her words still lingered. I sipped carefully on my tea, aware of how close I had come to suffering the same fate. Her whole life had been built on mistruths, a masquerade that she had created to woo her victims. Poor woman, they'd say, as she recalled the apparent tragic circumstances that had plagued her life. If the world was indeed a stage, she certainly knew how to play her part. He was old money, a widower, desperate for a young bride to hang on his arm. A kind hearted man. He was taken aback by her advances. She sensed her opportunity and pounced. The wedding was an ostentatious affair, but they looked at her with disdain. But Elizabeth was cunning, a survivor. She was prepared to play the long game, knowing that it would be just a matter of time before it would all be hers. They would soon dance to a different tune. Circumstances around the death of her elderly husband were dubious. The coroner's findings were inconclusive, but the talk about the town was rife. I had followed the case in the papers with keen interest. The final act had reached its climax, and the tragedy had played out exactly as planned. I sent a letter by courier to her residence. I gave her a chance to come clean, to make things right, and admit. Of her ways. Deep down, I still cared for her. Maybe I even loved her. The final act was memorable, but it was time for the curtain to fall.
0: Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't heard any of my other stories, have a listen to some of the other episodes here on the podcast. I'd love you to check out my blog, Roads Less Travelled. The link is in the episode description. Please feel free to like, share, comment and review. I look forward to sharing my next adventure with you here on Flash Fiction in Five.